this week on the Iowa Watch Connection. This is really the area that needs the attention of Congress. That is how it is that the individual market is functioning. Open enrollment leads to questions. So it's not just making sure that you have coverage effective January 1. It's also for many Iowans, very important that they get coverage during this open enrollment opportunity so that they are able to access coverage. And fraudsters are out in force. They called an 800 number late at night because they were lonely and they got themselves enrolled into something that they didn't really understand. Iowans and the Affordable Care Act and more. Our topic this week. The Iowa Watch Connection is presented by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism. Online at iowawatch.org. Here is Jeff Stein. Last week, we brought you the first of a two-part series on medical insurance in Iowa, including an extended conversation with Patty Price of the Iowa Insurance Division's Senior Health Insurance Information Program, known by its acronym SHIP. More from her about what folks should watch out for because there are some out there not acting in your best interest. That's later in this program. But first, Iowa Insurance Commissioner Doug Oman talks with me about the current state of the Affordable Care Act, as the open enrollment period is well underway. We spoke in the Iowa Insurance Division's offices in downtown Des Moines on October 31st. This is the time of year when people have the ability to re-enroll, change enrollment, the so-called open enrollment for Affordable Care Act. Help us understand, first of all, who this even applies to. How many people in Iowa and what qualifies you to really even pay concern to this time of year? Yeah, for, for many Iowans, whether they're in the individual market or they're part of the uh, Medicare system or they're looking at their employer plans, there are a lot of events that occur this time of year that involve enrollment or re-enrollment uh, for, for health care coverage. Uh, specifically, though, the Affordable Care Act individual market open enrollment. And that's impor especially important for people that access the co their coverage through the individual market uh, because it is that open mark or open enrollment uh, process by which people with existing conditions are able to access coverage. So it's very important for people this time of year to consider their circumstances, uh, to make some plans with regards to obtaining coverage through calendar year 2020. So again, for those of us who are not getting our insurance through ACA, I can see all of this online. Is it possible to get the coverage online? And if so, then what role does a private insurance agent play in all of this? Well, the private agents, that is the agents that are, are in our here in the state of Iowa that are providing that kind of service, they're able to make sure that you are again, doing what you believe is appropriate uh, for your family in terms of the types of coverage. Uh, the subsidies are built on benchmarking, and so uh, they're tied to the second lowest silver plan. And so even the subsidy structure can be somewhat, it's something that consumers should understand, given the fact that it is something that they will then have to report through accrediting on their income tax forms. Uh, so agents that are, are professionals in this field can assist in that. Uh, again, it will vary so much depending upon the family, but if your income, given the fact we're trying to predict and look into the future, if your income goes over those subsidy limits, 
that can put you in a circumstance where you have to pay back the federal government all of the advanced subsidy that they've been providing to you through the course of the year. So again, we just encourage consumers to take care and to make sure that what they're doing is the most appropriate approach for their particular family. How is it that providers are put into that system? It is something that has to, the, that they have to be willing to do to take the business. You have to approve it, et cetera. So there's a whole process that leads us to have the number of providers we do. Explain that, if you would, for folks who don't recall. Yeah, certainly. Uh, in the state of Iowa, we, uh, we, although we are required under the ACA to follow some of the rules associated with the ACA, that review of rates is still done at the state level. We review the policies. Now, there is some duplication in that the federal government looks at some of that as well. But the carriers go through a process of review with us uh, before these plans are put uh, in place and now are available on the health on healthcare.gov. Timing is so important because in order to have coverage effective January 1st of the new year, to make the appropriate changes in a timely manner, to not have a loss of coverage through inactivity. You have to be acting now and you only have until when in order to make sure that the coverage is in effect with the new year. Yeah, the, there's always a lot of discussion, Jeff, about pre-existing conditions. Everyone is familiar with that, that concept. Uh, under the Affordable Care Act, this open enrollment is an open enrollment so that any participant who wishes to participate uh, may go online and enroll. It's during that open enrollment where you will be able to obtain coverage despite having a pre-existing condition. So it's not just making sure that you have coverage effective January 1. It's also, for many Iowans, very important that they get coverage during this open enrollment opportunity so that they are able to access coverage. So as people are listening to our conversation, the open enrollment period is underway and it goes until December the 15th in order to make sure that there's a little bit of time and I suppose in one respect, it's unfortunate. We have the holiday season built in there. So that's really very positive, the fact that you can sign up December 15th with everyone, in essence, being away for holidays. And it's still in effect taking care of pre-existing conditions January 1st. That's no small matter if you tried to do business the last two weeks of the calendar year in, in anything else. That's correct. Yes, the open enrollment runs from November the 1st through December the 15th. And it's during that time that consumers are able to get coverage. Uh, and it's especially important for those people that do have an existing condition. What do people misunderstand about this most frequently? What are the things that either when you understand people have questions or frankly, when you see coverage in the news, you just want to yell at the radio or the TV and say, that's not right. What is there that people get wrong most often? I, I think in just the public discussion, there's a lot of confusion that some of the challenges that we've seen with the Affordable Care Act are across all of Iowa. And I would say this is a very important part of our market. That is, the individual market is incredibly important to us and our economy here. Uh, but, but it is a part of the market that is relatively small. So despite the fact that there's a lot of national debate over how effective an insurance market can be, this is really the area that needs the attention of Congress. That is how it is that the individual market is functioning. 
Doesn't mean that there aren't other issues with regards to cost continuing to, to increase across all Iowans, uh, that is the healthcare cost, and there are changes needed there as well. But the most challenging part of the Affordable Care Act has been its impact on the individual market. I asked earlier about the individual insurance agents. Is it accurate to say that if I'm self-employed, regardless of income level, so I don't have employer-provided insurance, I can go to any insurance agent who is licensed to sell health coverage, and I can discuss with them my situation, and they're able to tell me if I pay them directly, if I uh, wind up with an income that's low enough to earn a subsidy. I mean, again, not trying to pump up the business of private insurers, but the fact of the matter is they can help identify the various situations that an individual may face as opposed to, and I don't want to say simply going online because I've looked at the site and, and it's not one-stop shopping. You have to pay close attention, but you do have a trained professional in that chair who can help navigate, correct? Yes. The The other aspect to that is, is that the we saw a large number of our younger population not participate in the ACA or Affordable Care Act coverages because of the way that the prices are, uh, they're just not simply desirable for people who are younger and healthier. The rates got way out of line with what historically uh, people in their 20s could expect to pay. So across all ages, it's important to consider what's right for you. But the legislature and the Trump administration ha have been able to give us some flexibility. So it's also important that if the ACA coverages don't work for a family, talking to an insurance agent would allow them to have access to potentially other types of coverage. Uh, in our state now, we we have put in place some benefit requirements on what have been historically described as short-term limited duration plans, but the Trump administration extended those up to a full year and they can be renewed up to three years. And so in Iowa, we have regulations now that put in place benefit floors to make sure that those coverages are real coverages that, that will in many circumstances work well for Iowans. Uh, an insurance agent can help make that evaluation, especially for the large number of people that have been priced out of the Affordable Care Act coverage. Doug Oman is Iowa's insurance commissioner. More at their department website, iid.iowa.gov. When we come back, more about Medicare and what to watch out for. That's next when the Iowa Watch Connection continues. I'm Suzanne Benke, Executive Director at the nonprofit parent of this program, Iowa Watch. Iowa Watch is part of an exciting funding opportunity through Newsmatch, a national campaign supported by several notable foundations that care about nonprofit journalism. Newsmatch will match every dollar you donate right now so that quality journalism like Iowa Watch can continue. Your $25 becomes $50 in support of in-depth fact-based journalism. It is that easy. Please consider giving through this great opportunity by going to the donate button at the top of iowawatch.org. Again, iowawatch.org. And thank you for listening to our report today. 
The Iowa Watch Connection radio program is part of a statewide audience engagement project organized by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, an independent, nonprofit, nonpartisan news organization. The center is dedicated to producing high quality investigative and community affairs journalism in Iowa, while also training journalism students to do this work at a high ethical level. The center is found online at iowawatch.org. Welcome back to the Iowa Watch Connection. I'm Jeff Stein. We continue our conversation now with Patty Price of the Iowa Insurance Division's Senior Health Insurance Information Program, or SHIP. If you missed the first part of this conversation last week, you can go to iowawatch.org and listen to the full program. Today, we focus on what and who to watch out for. I was watching an ad on TV the other night, and it looked very, very much like it was Medicare. Now, I mean, they're 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 wanting to sell um, Medicare Advantage plans, but the look of the commercial looked like it was uh, a Medicare. And I think sometimes that's that's uh, people see it and they think they're calling about, oh, your benefits are changing, or we've got information for you about your Medicare. And you do have to be very careful. Medicare Advantage plans and Part D plans can't just call you on the phone. They can't just show up at your door. They can call you on the phone if you're already doing a block of business with them. So in other words, if you are already a custom of their, customer of theirs because you have a, a, their Part D plan or you have their MA plan, they can call you. Um, and I just want to clarify one thing. Open enrollment in the fall, October 15th, December 7th, is not about your Medicare supplements. It's not a time, you can change Medicare supplements anytime during the year. This is not an open enrollment. And matter of fact, when people first sign up for a supplement or they first sign up for Medicare, they really get one open enrollment period and it's triggered by when they first sign up for B. So if I work till I'm 68 and I sign up for Part B because I've delayed Medicare, I'm going to trigger this one-time open enrollment where I get to buy a Medicare supplement, no health questions asked, they can't turn me down. Now after that open enrollment, I can change supplements if I want to, but I will be subject to underwriting. In other words, um, you can change any time during the year. And if you're healthy, you know, you could probably do it many, many times in your lifetime. But uh, I just want to clarify that this fall mm -hmm. open enrollment. Uh, and then going back to this. You can change any time, but you are subject to, as you say, underwriting, was, which they, means the pre-existing conditions. Well, right. They the don't fact have that you're rated higher at a more advanced age as opposed to a younger age. Well, and they don't have to sell to you at all. They can mm. decide you're too high of a risk and okay. they're not going to sell yeah. to you. Um, uh, when I'm, I, I do the training for the ship volunteers, and when I train them, I say, you marry your supplement, you date your Part D plan, <laughs> because you, you make this choice uh, about the supplement, and it's not like you're going to change that. Now, it's not that you can't drop the supplement and go to a Medicare Advantage plan. You definitely can. Mm -hmm. um, the, and there is a 12-month window that when you do that the first time that allows you a guaranteed right to get back to a supplement. And there are other things that might happen that would allow you a guaranteed right. For example, if I was in a Medicare Advantage plan in Iowa and I moved to Florida, I'm moving out of a service area, so I get a guaranteed right to make a change, might be a supplement. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm moving from Florida to Iowa, heaven forbid, <laughs> um, 
I would have a guaranteed right in those kinds of situations. Or if a Medicare Advantage plan existed in Iowa today and it's deciding not to be here tomorrow, I would get a guaranteed right uh, to buy a supplement or just to change to another Medicare Advantage plan. But because of the fact that there is an open enrollment period for the Medicare, correct? Right. That is what leads all these other folks right. to start lobbying because I suppose in one respect it makes sense if your mind is open to change over here, well, they want to be right there. But it's really two very separate things. Right. And, and I do think you need to realize is that the during open enrollment for Medicare beneficiaries, you are the audience for mm-hmm. people to sell to. It's, you know, it's, it's a Medicare pro, you know, this is the time that you can change. They know, mm-hmm. they, they know you can change. And so, uh, and, and I, I will just say at this time too, fraudsters are gonna be out there at the same time because they know it's an active time. They know that, you know, you're getting mail. And so uh, people calling you that aren't legitimate uh, and might be trying to um, sell you things or do things. And, and so just be very, I just want to say to your audience, be very careful about who you're giving personal information to over the phone. You know, don't, don't just trust somebody. I mean, I know we're Iowa nice, but don't just trust anybody that's calling you up. And it also occurs to me that, especially around Thanksgiving, or the holiday season more broadly, but people get together. And it's a logical time for seniors to bring the topic up with their children or grandchildren. But I think as we're talking, this is not just a topic that those who are, I'll say seniors, should be considering. Uh, If I have older parents or relatives, I should take the initiative of engaging them and asking about it and being somewhat well-schooled on it myself so that I can preempt a problem because, again, parents don't want to easily go to their children and ask for help, sometimes children or grandchildren. In fact, the the seniors might go to the grandchildren first with their shiny new college degrees. And so it's really incumbent upon these other generations to take some initiative because the request may not be forthcoming. Um, I would I would totally agree with that. I you know I have a lot of friends who are in the stage of going through now that they're sort of taking over this business for their parents, their aging parents, and they aren't on Medicare themselves. They don't understand it at all. Too many times the calls that we get from children are when mom or dad has gotten themselves in a situation, they haven't paid their premiums, um, they're getting kicked out of Medicare Part B or their Part D plan, or they called an 800 number late at night because they were lonely and they got themselves enrolled into uh, something that they didn't really understand. Uh, and then the child is finding out because they take mom or dad to an appointment. Oh, you don't your Medicare doesn't work any. You don't have Medicare in your supplement anymore. What's going on? And so I really do think it would be wonderful for people to try to get an understanding of what mom and dad are doing or what they currently have for an insurance. Just just enough so that um, you're aware and. We encourage the children to come to appointments, our ship appointments, um, you know, with their parents and start to have an understanding and so they can hear what mom and dad are hearing. Uh, and then, then, then there's two ears there. 
you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's a great thing. No different than doctor's appointments. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I think the one thing that I, I want to share is there's some changes coming up up mm -hmm. in 2020 with Medicare supplements, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of misinformation going on out there. Uh, people are being told, um, well, first of all, all of your supplements have a letter assigned to them. Mm -hmm. And plan C and F, very popular plans that are purchased by people on Medicare, uh, legislature made some changes a couple years ago that are going to take effect January 1 of next year. And those changes are that newly eligible people after January 1 are no longer going to be able to purchase a plan C or F. But that doesn't mean that people today who are already on Medicare and they have a Medicare supplement plan C or F have to get rid of them. Now, if you want to change or you see that there's a financial benefit to you to do that, you know, that's absolutely fine. But I don't want you making decisions because somebody said, oh, you got to do it because your, your F is going away. Mm -hmm. It's not going away. It's guaranteed renewable as long as you pay your premium. Your plan is there for you. And matter of fact, people who are already of Medicare age, but they're still working. Mm -hmm. So they haven't signed up for Medicare. So I'm 66 and I'm still working. When I retire after 2020 or whenever that is, I'll still be able to buy CNF because I was a Medicare eligible before January 1. And so I just I want you to know that we do have fact sheets on this. We do have information. But I just want you not to feel that you're having to get rid of your plan F or C because somebody's telling you you do. Patty Price of the Iowa Insurance Division's Senior Health Insurance Information Program, or SHIP. We spoke in their offices in downtown Des Moines October 31st. More information is online at ship.iowa.gov. That's S-H-I-I-P dot I-O-W-A dot gov. And that brings us to the close of this week's program. We're back again next week at this same time. In the meantime, you can connect with us online, iowawatch.org. Click on the Iowa Watch Connection tab at the top of the page to listen to all or part of this program again, or a list of stations that carry the program and more, iowawatch.org. I'm Jeff Stein. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll make the Iowa Watch Connection again next week. Watch Connection is a copyrighted presentation of the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, which is solely responsible for its content. For more information about the center, including how you can contribute so high-quality investigative and community affairs journalism and student training can continue, go online, iowawatch.org.